Hello, and welcome to the River Audio Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We believe God has something unique to say to you, and our hope is that you feel His love stronger today than ever before. Enjoy the message. So we are in this six months of harvest, and praying about the message uh, for this morning for a while now and praying which way God would have me to go. And it's funny because like I wrestle with like three different messages, but I was like, God, we're in this season of harvest, but what do you want? What, what are you wanting me to share for right now for this moment? And what I got was harvest and seasons of our life. Okay. We're in six months of harvest as a church. Um, to win the loss, to grow the church, to see the, Lord, the kingdom of God carried out by us, the church in the earth, out in the world, outside the four walls of the church, amen? But there, how many know there is a inner harvest for the believer? There is a inner harvest for the believer. What I'm saying is, in your relationship and my relationship with God, there are things that we are believing God for that we are trying to reap. Are you with me? If you have your Bibles, go to Galatians 6. We're going to talk about this a little bit this morning. And while we get there, I just have to point out, there is, it's been mentioned in prayer um, when we prayed before service, there is such a level of attack against harvest right now. I mean, a strong level of attack um, against your mind, against your thoughts, against your energy, against your strength. Hello. Anybody relate? There's such a level of attack. So I want to talk about that this morning as well. But I want to I talk a little bit out of Galatians. The Apostle Paul, writing to one of the churches of Galatia. I want to start it. Ashley, I don't remember if I told you verse 6. Chapter 6, starting at verse 6. I'm out of the ESV. Let the one who is taught in the word share all good things with the one who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he also reaps. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the spirit will from the spirit reap eternal life. I want to stop right there. There are so many scriptures in the Bible as it relates to harvest, seed time and harvest. There are parables that Jesus made as it relates that he was talking to the disciples. And a parable was a relatable story according to the times that they could pull from. And he was hoping to teach and get, give them an outcome as a result using the things from their era and their time in a story that they might learn. So, Harvest is all over the Bible, but this is how God gave this to me because we're talking about a season of harvest in the next six months and bringing people in. But God began to show me there is an inner harvest with my relationship with him. There are things in my life that I'm expecting out of him. There are things I'm praying for 
from him and expecting him to deliver on. Well, we also learned last week that our mouth is a tool. That was so time. That was, that was, the timing of that was so great and crazy that pastor brought that word because our, our mouths can be a key tool. But also, in this week, your actions, what we do is a key tool. So we talked, pastor did a beautiful, awesome job talking last week about the power of our words and how that affects us. And we, I believe solely in that, and we should believe solely in that. But the power of your actions also carries weight, carries weight. So the definition of harvest, the season of gathering, the, the actor process of gathering and crop. You cannot harvest what you did not plant. You cannot harvest what you did not plant. This is why you have resistance. This is why you're being attacked. This is why it feels like your body is saying, hey, bro, you tripping. I'm not going any further. This is why you're getting hit so hard right now because we learned that harvest takes work. It's not advertised. It's not talked about a lot. We oftentimes focus and talk about the end result of harvest, but you miss the work part. Nobody, they left that part out, right? <laughs> they didn't give you that up for, hey, we, the harvest. So what do we hear about generally? We hear about the reaping. We hear about the receiving part. We hear about the fun part. We never hear mostly about the work part. And this is why many people don't see a harvest in our life. We don't, we don't see a real harvest in our life because it takes work. It takes effort. It takes planning. It takes good timing. These things are key. So no wonder the enemy would attack you in the area of your time and your schedule and your routines. To get, he wants to screw up your priority system. Write that down. He wants to screw up your priority system because if he can get you there, you will do the work for him. He does not need to take you out at the ankles. You will do his work and bidding for him using your energy, your resources, and your money. So you, you write all that down and get, send that to me later <laughs> because I'm telling you, man, when God gave me this, I didn't like, he just gave me like, Hey, here's a shell. Holy Spirit, take off. So like, I'm telling you, we're in a season of harvest as a church, but for us to be in a season of harvest as a church, I'm personally in a season of harvest. You're personally, like it or not, in a season of harvest. What you're doing with it, I don't know, right? But you're in, whether you want to be or not, you're in a season of harvest. So, so let's move on. You cannot harvest what you did not plant you cannot gather what you didn't plant. Whether you're harvesting souls for salvation or harvesting leaders or people, you cannot reap without a harvest. You cannot reap in a harvest without having seed in the ground. You cannot reap in a harvest without having seed in the ground. So I can praise God, dance, shout, spin, cartwheels, the whole nine, right? But for my reaping, but the enemy's really number one task is to get me not to sow seed. The, so track with me, track with me a bit. If I wear you out enough, you won't feel like scattering seed. You won't see the vow. Uh, I'm about, oh man. So 
the enemy will attack your mind so your priorities are out of whack. So I don't see the value in sowing seed. I don't understand it, right? And if I don't understand it, I also don't now have the energy to go to God to ask for understanding. God, this is not valuable to me in this season. Should it be? That these are important questions. There are thieves of your strength, your energy, and time. We have to spot them out, identify them, and come after them. They will burn up your crop in this season. They will burn up your... Ah, I got to go. Um, a lot of times we get mad at God for not planting the seed that we were supposed to plant. But yet we still want to reap 100% of the benefit. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. This is not going to be that popular message where we just shout the house down and run the aisles. This is going to be that strategy gritty message. Because I believe God wants us to walk away today better, stronger, with a game plan, with, 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 a, with a direction. With a direction, man. With a direction. All right? Harvest is important. There's some key things I want to hit on as it relates to harvest. Seed in the ground is a must. What's also a must is the ability to wait for development. The ability to wait for development. Most of us don't have, we have zero patience for waiting for anything that takes over a week. Can we be real? Got an amen somewhere. Thank you. Amen. Me too. Right? Yeah, let's be one. Me too. So with that, it's important to not let the enemy play against us and use that. How does he do that? He does that by wearing you out on the job. He does that by wearing you out in public. Man, I don't even feel like seeing people, dude. I am going home to sleep. Like, yeah, it's real. That's how we feel. But see, and... We're human. We're going to feel that way. The key is not to let the enemy keep you there. You have to get, this is something that wasn't in my notes. Write this down. You have to get restoration in the harvest or you won't finish. You will not make it to reaping season. Ooh. You will not make it to reaping season if you quit and don't even make it through, through seed sowing. If you quit at seed sowing, and give up. You won't make it to reaping time. These are two different times we're talking about. This is why patience, endurance, all those things are important. All those things are key. But there's an, and this is what I got, man, and it got really heavy whenever we had leadership prayer meeting. There's such a, a, a strong attack against this season of harvest, as expected. We expected that, did we not? It's one thing to expect it. It's another thing when you're in it. It's two different things. Because when you're in it, now I got to make a choice. Right? Am I going to keep fighting? But in order for you to keep fighting the good fight and for me to keep a good attitude while I do that, that's why when we were worshiping and God was in this place and he is in this place, your worship sometimes is your only tool of fighting. That's your only method. So if you cut that off, you have now forfeited. Your worship is the weapon. It is the thing. 
And it's, no, I don't feel like it. No, you don't feel like it. I get it. But that's where in faith, knowing what God can do, seeing what he's done, I worship anyway. Because the harvest takes time. It takes checking back on that seed. Not just, well, it's been one week. If that was going to be a tree, it would have been a tree. I'm done. That's how most of us are. That's how God showed me this thing. That's how God showed me this thing. God's harvest is eternal. Eternity is a different clock than what we use. We're microwave. Healing's not done in a week. Beep, 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 beep. Mm. Like, try to put it in again. Maybe it'll get done. Like, that microwave stuff, that's how a lot of Christianity is. Guilty as charged. Prime this way sometimes. But what's important, and this is why the devil wants to screw up your thoughts. This is why he wants to mess with what you value. He wants to mess with what you value. Because if he can change that, he can stop progress. A harvest is a long process. So what does the enemy do? In the Bible, if the enemy wants, ah, if he was worried about anyone, the goal was simple. Take you out early. That way you never become, I can never let you get full scale. I can never let you walk into, step into, grow into the end goal of what God had in mind. I cannot let you get there. So if I can wear you out and kill you before you start to really gain some traction, before you really get your restoration, before you're revived, before you get a second win, that's my plan. That's how the enemy thinks. A season of harvest, something we're going to need, spiritual stamina, spiritual stamina, because I don't have the energy. I don't have the extra oomph, the extra go get it. I need God. To get, I, need, I need him. I need his word. This is, this is where these things are key. This is where these things are key. When I don't feel like it, I got to open the Psalms. I got to read a little bit. Even if, it, even, if it's a, even if it's a chapter, even if it's, you have to spiritually eat. You have to spiritually eat. And there's nothing worse than work. Oh, thank you, Lord. There is nothing worse than working the fields of harvest on an empty stomach. You're going to have to spiritually eat to sustain the element, to, work, to sustain the heat. How many of you know we've been talking about, me, me and a lot of people, we've been talking about how hot it is outside. No shock, Missouri. But I was talking to Britt one-on-one. I said, you know, I know this is just everywhere. It's just the weather. But I said, I know that I know that I know the enemy, if he can, will use his heat to beat the crap out of some people, me, myself included. He will. Because once you get to a, a state of heat in Jackson, you don't care about nothing, anything. You are done. You are spent. You are tapped. And the enemy, this is why restoration and harvest is so important. You got to be refilling. I have to be refilling myself if I'm going to make it. This is a long journey. And the enemy's job is to convince you, you can reap with no price. You can reap in a short amount of time. And so almost sometimes the enemy will offer you shortcuts to bypass the work. Because, uh, yeah, 
He will offer you shortcuts to bypass the work of harvest so that you won't go. Man of God, woman of God, don't worry about that. You're overthinking it. It don't take this much work. So you have, to, this is why we have to get with God. This is why your prayer life is, oh man. Our prayer life has to be such a strong structure. It has to be an anchor. It has to be a foundation. It has to be strength. It has to be what I need it to be, what you need it to be not to give up, not to quit. We talk about those things, quitting, giving up, throwing in the towel. How do I continue to go another day? My prayer life, my conversation with God. The enemy's attacking in obvious spaces and areas, but oftentimes, even though they're obvious attacks, we don't have an answer for them. And oftentimes in a long, see, he knows. See, this is why my next point was this, the ability to wait, the ability to wait. That is something the enemy can do. I'm not giving him praise. I'm not tooting his horn. I'm not giving him props, nothing. I'm telling you honestly, he has the ability to wait. And I'm saying, unless we get strength and restoration from God through his word, we won't, we won't be able to go the journey, go the distance. The apostle Paul says, for the one who sows in the flesh will reap that And pastor laid a perfect foundation last week with our words. That's why I brought that up. Now we're into going from our words to our actions, what we're actually doing. This harvest takes work, but I can sit on the sidelines and just like, this costs too much. And the enemy's like, please give up. Please, Please quit. Please give up. Or we can rally. Or we can rally. Yeah. Because I'm not in a field by myself for the harvest. We are in the field for the harvest. So if I get to, hey, hey, Don, go get some water. Hey, man, you're looking like the heat's getting to you. Hey, James, go bring, hey, let's go get some food for these, for everybody, man. So we don't die out here. Because we can have the best intentions in harvest and still quit. Because we're worn down. Is this blessing anybody? Must have seen the ground, the ability to wait. Anything worth a while, anything worthwhile takes time. We have to change how we think about harvest. And I got this piece of paper as a little illustration. So this was last minute, but this what God showed it to me. Like he said, why don't you sit down, take some time. I know you have that. Take some time, make some time, change that, and begin to write down and journal things that you feel like are growing in your life. And also, I want you to make this part of your prayer time. I want you to ask me for things that are growing that shouldn't be. But I will, you will have to give me permission to uproot it. I will not uproot it on my own. You will have to give me permission to uproot it. That's what God began to show me with this. Begin to, this is going to take time. This is going to take a different effort. This is why I'm preaching this this morning. This is going to take a different effort. To go before, this is strategy stuff. This is strategy stuff. Going before God, praying, talking. God, is there, is God the things that are growing in my life that you see fit that are not of coming 
that are taking me out, whether I want to admit it or not. God, I need you to uproot those things because they're slowing me down. They're attacking my marriage. They're killing me on the job. What are those things? We find that out when we begin to go to God and let him reveal those things to us. This is why this message is called harvest or in seasons of harvest in our life because it relates to our relationship with God. And so many times we're believing and praying for things that we want to reap. And God's saying, even some of that stuff I don't have a problem with, but are you willing to put to scatter the seed? Are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to wait patiently in me while that thing grows, while it develops? Are you willing to check back on that thing? Are you willing to water it? Are you willing to give it what it needs and pay attention to it and not get ticked off because it didn't show up in a month? That takes energy. That takes, that, that takes a lot of energy. And so this is, this is where the prayer life is important. This is just straightforward. How we harvest. You can attempt with the best intentions, but if I, oh, you can attempt with the best intentions, but if I lay my seed on top of the ground, instead of digging and burying the seed in the ground, I will get what my actions gave me. If I don't put in the work to dig, because that takes work, that's going to give me a sweat. See, this is where value, see, it's, it's mind games. That's why the enemy fights you. That's not valuable. Why are you investing your time there? Why are you wasting your time with that person? See what I'm saying? I need God. I need him to show me, God, what is value to you right now? What in this season should I be focusing my time? So it's almost like a step back of inventory. Because in harvest, you have to take inventory. You have to. You get seed in the ground. You got things growing. We have to take inventory. This is a great, sp this is a great spot to step back, reflect, and review. What are the things that are attacking me? What are the things that are taking me out? What am I spending? What's stealing my energy? Write that down. I feel like that's a number one. I really do. How many feel zapped of energy? Like, yes. The, dude, the, the attack is crazy. So write that down. When we harvest, timing is critical. You cannot rush seed, especially if you are expecting to reap a full harvest. A full harvest. You don't want, you don't want to get to the end and get shortchanged. Right? So let's not shortchange the work. Let, let's take the time to put in. Let's take the time to go to God to get whatever we need, whether that's restoration, no matter what it looks like. What we harvest, everyone is not harvesting seed in the ground. There's a spiritual harvest for souls. You better believe the enemy has his own counterfeit harvest. You better believe the enemy has his own counterfeit harvest. But we might, he might call it an opportunity. He might disguise it as something not as obvious. Harvest in the life of the believer has me ask myself, God, show me things that are growing in my life that need to be uprooted. God, show me things that are not good that do not need to grow. 
but also show me things that just need water. Show me things that are potentially growing that need to keep growing that just need water. They don't need uprooted. They're going somewhere. God's doing something with that. Do you have a talent? Do you have something that God's given you that you think that thing is dead? Because you have not seen the harvest in that that you feel like? I feel that for somebody. God's used your talent to bring about a certain harvest in your life to reap from what he's put inside of you. But sometimes our talents lay dormant. Sometimes our talents, you know, our gifts don't go anywhere because we don't work them. We don't work them. You have to work what God put in your hand. God gave you talents, desires, and these things, but if I don't work them, they don't grow. I have to practice in the areas of what he gave of what he gave you. He didn't just give you that talent just because it was cute. And he thought you were gonna be so, oh, she's gonna be so awesome and cute, man. Look at her up there. She was no, he gave that to you to change a life somewhere. So for you to continue developing that thing, I gotta be scattering seed. I gotta be practicing drums. I gotta be practicing piano. I gotta be, I gotta be doing these things. I gotta be practicing praying and speaking and all these things in the area of the talents. God's called me to run a business. Have you started research? Have you started the, it's a, it's a long journey. It's a long process, harvesting things in your life, harvesting areas of your life. Well, I want to be here in five years. We haven't even started scattering seed yet. You're not going to be anywhere in five years, but where you are, you started no process, no planning, no seed scattering, no anything. You stand put. So this is where preparation and harvest is key. It will sink you. You cannot pray to reap with no preparation and no scattering of seed. We have to do the work. And that's why I believe few see a harvest. Few see harvest because we are in this notion sometimes that I'm reaping. Let's go. This is my winning season. I got this huge harvest on the way, and we don't do nothing. I'm just waiting on God. Like, he's waiting on you. He's waiting on me. This twofold. I'm waiting on God to ascend from heaven with my harvest and everything, and I'm just going to sit right here and, and expect it. And no. I'm going to put in work in faith. This is the faith part of it. I have to dig, put seed in the ground, and then wait. Not knowing when that thing will start to grow. That's the faith aspect of it. And sometimes you feel like you're wasting time and energy. Well, God, man, I'm praying, I'm reading, and ain't, nothing is happening. Nothing is happening. I'm mad. And, and, and that's how it gets, right? I've been doing this for months. God, you're going to have to help me out. Like, I need a return on investment. I need something, right? That's how we act. So, like, this is the faith part of it. Faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not, not seen. I'm sowing, though I see nothing. I, I, have to, I still have to sow in faith. I still have to do the work in faith, not trusting people and men. Part of our problem is you're so, we're so, expecting of man to give you the outcome you're looking for. 
Man is not going to give you the, uh, the, the outcome you're looking for. God will give the, he will give, he will give the harvest. Right? I'm reaping, but he's sending it. He's sending it. So guess what? If you make me mad, that's okay. People are going to make you mad. Right? So you cannot depend solely on people for the harvest in that, in that way. I lost my spot. All right. We must learn to sow. The word sow means to plant seed for growth, especially by scattering. We talked about this. I love this. To set something in motion, to begin. It's what the word sow means. To scatter seed upon the earth for growth. To scatter seed upon the earth for growth. Think about that in a spiritual sense. If we don't understand sowing into the things of God and into our relationship with him, uh, all that will cause me, if I let the enemy overtake me, is not to sow because he knows if I don't step out in faith to do the work, then he begins to slowly shut down my faith a little bit at a time. He does not ambush you. Oftentimes, the enemy likes to work steady Nancy, slow over time, slow and over time. Now, there might be a more opportune time whenever I don't have as much energy and I'm drained and I need restoration and I need strength and I need energy. So he might play off of this or that. But this is where the power of unity. We talked about it in leadership this morning. The power, we need each other. If we're going to make, we have to have each other because I'm going to be out of it sometimes and you're going to be out of it. And guess what? This is where that uh, brother, sister in Christ, you know, that, um, hey, I love you too much to let you sit here and die. We're dragging you to the finish line. But, but that's funny, but like, for real, I want that. Like, I don't know about you. I, yeah, praise God. I can't speak for it. I need that. Because I, I know there are going to be seasons like that. You might be in a season like that right now. Where everything around you has been getting hit. All our cars don't work. The house sucks right now. Like this would, you might be in that season. And you might just say, look, psh, I ain't got much left. I'm thinking about quitting anyway. Like you need, that's what the power of us rallying. If somebody would step up in faith and say, hey, you're going anyway. Because I know God has too much for you to quit. So I'm pulling you. We're pulling you. And this is where the enemy comes in because isolation. If I can get you by yourself, you're done. And so you begin to, oh, man, that, that was my next point. You, uh, I, I need a minute. Pray for him. Be, uh, be watchful of people that are determined to sabotage their harvest. Be watchful of of people that are determined to sabotage their harvest. What I am saying to you by the inspiration of God this morning is these are people that have already decided they quit. They may not have voiced it. And so misery loves company. So if I've already quit, I need you to quit so that I'm not by myself and you could justify every single point I have that I'm actually right. I'm not just being extra. I'm not just being petty. I'm not just being mad. I'm not just being stupid. Right? So 
This, yeah, write that down. Self-sabotage, right? So I don't have a harvest because I quit. Now I don't want you to have one. That's a real personality, attitude, all that stuff. It's a, re, it's a real deal. Like it really happens. It really happens. That's like the whole thing at work. Well, I'm having a sucky day, so I want you to have a sucky day too. No, I'm not that guy. I'm not that person. No, I'm not going to because I'm, I'm working with different oil. <laughs> God has got me. So, yes, I, don't, I feel the tension in the place, but my strategic strategies are different. Because I'm coming in praying. I'm coming in covering myself. I'm coming in speaking. I'm coming in listening to worship music. Because I'm coming in with a defense system. You ain't just going to be able to hit me with no arrows. I got, I got some walls around me. I got something. You need to show up. And I've been hearing it a lot. The armor of God. Women's ministry. Lighting the world on fire. The armor of God. Because Britt's been talking. I was like, you know, I might take some of that for a sermon material. <laughs> That's what I, hey, man, it's some good stuff. But like the armor of God, like in a harvest. And see, this is, this is such a crazy message because you wouldn't normally pair harvest with a battle. That's why when we sung Battle Belongs, I was about to run everywhere because the battle does belong to God, but it doesn't seem fitting in a time of harvest where we should be focusing on harvest. But it is fitting in the same sense that the enemy would say, let me beef it up right now. Let me take you out while you're not thinking about it. Anybody being blessed this morning? All right, I'm moving on. The enemy does not have to fight for a harvest that has not started yet. I haven't begun to dig or scatter seed. I haven't even watered. Get the scripture, uh, Proverbs 3. Five and six, you know, um, I was giving my scriptures to the, our awesome media team and I given them the one in Galatians and I was asking God, I was like, do you have, do you have, is there another scripture? Is there more scriptures? What would you have me to say? And we're going back and forth here and this is all I got. Proverbs three, five and six says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. We know this one. I got this one in the Amplified. Now listen to this. Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart and do not rely on your own insider understanding. I love the way that read. That's why I had both of them. In this season of harvest, in this time of harvest as a church, but in this season of harvest in your life, stop trying to make sense of everything. I know that's a duh. I know that's a, of course. But stop trying to make sense of everything because it's not going to make sense because if our attacks are spiritual, but my mind is stuck in the natural, it's not, they're not going to add up, they're not going to make sense. So I, when we're fighting the enemy, we have, we have to know I have to come to him spiritually. I have to fight back spiritually. I have to make a defense system spiritually. I, but then flip it, I have to sow spiritually. 
through prayer, through the word, through the things that I don't feel like doing. That's, that's the grind for a believer. That, I'm, that is the grind for a believer. It really is. The relationship with God, developing and growing it. So guess what? When I, when, uh, when I worship, when I'm reading, man, I'm scattering seed. I'm scattering seed. When I'm praying over my babies, Lord, for whatever they shall become, for whatever the calling is, for whatever the anointing, ah, she, man, what, for whatever that is, God, I'm scattering seed in faith that even it might not be next year, but I'm going to start, I'm going I'm to check back on that seed. I'm going to be watching it. I'm going to be caring for it. I'm going to be watering it. I'm going to be tending to it. And so the enemy's job, try to get you to, if this is the seed, try to get me out of the way. Try to get me away from it. Trying to get me separated to where I won't care as much. Try to get me worn down, right? So I pray this morning, here's my whole prayer, that somehow, way, God gave you some strategy this morning. That's my prayer. Because as the enemy tries to continually take you out by taking your energy and doing all this other stuff and letting dumb people get in your, I'm telling you, man, negative dumb people will take everything out of you. Yeah, I got, I got all kinds of amens in there. So this is an awesome time to take a step back, take inventory. This is why God gave me this. It's going to take a sacrifice. You might only have one night. Sit down with God. This is worth it, man. This is worth it. I'm not going to be in the same place next year. This time next year, I'm going to be in a different place. But I have to begin to scatter seed. I have to begin to. Take inventory. God, what's growing that shouldn't be? And then give him permission. God, I give you permission to come in. If that needs uprooted, fine. Does it need water? Does it, does it need sunlight? What does it need, God? Give me wisdom. It's my job to ask him for wisdom. God, what should this be? Or am I planting this in the wrong season? Is it part of the plan, but am I a season too early? See, sometimes, he, sometimes he, the enemy will trick you good because we will tag and flag stuff is not God when sometimes it really is, it's just out of place. It's just not the right season. So he can get me to try to plant something in a season where it doesn't belong. So we have to, our relationship with God is so key in those everyday, those everyday times of getting in the word and praying and developing our prayer life, coming to church, rallying around each other, rallying around each other, man. We, we, we have to have each other. Unity. As the enemy continues to attack, I believe we should be getting closer together. We should be. We should be getting closer together. As the attack increases, my worship should go up a level. My prayer should go up a level. I'm telling you, that's how we're going, that is how we are going to make it. Six months of harvest and I expect the, the enemy to show his ugly face and try to act stupid to try to take out the saints of God. But if we stand together, if we stand together, if we worship, if we pray, if we, in faith, in faith. God, I don't see anything. It's been six months. It's been two years in faith, in faith, by your word, by what you said. God, not what I said, but by what your word says, I do this. I do this in faith. I do this in faith. That's what it's going to take. And then 
don't let the enemy kill you with mind games on a time limit. You know what, God, if I don't see this in six months, that's fine. I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. Because when we get worn down, we say to ourselves oftentimes, I don't know if this can take two years. Like, I need this in five months. Like, for real. There are things that are that weigh so, that are so big, that are so heavy. God, I don't know if I got five years. I don't mean to live. I mean for something you're believing for, for reaping of something that you've been praying for. God, I don't know if I could wait five years. Nonetheless, if you remember anything from this morning and this season of harvest in your life as it relates to your relationship with God, in faith, we must still do the work of the harvest in our lives. Worship team. I've said everything I I feel like God wanted me to say, man. Thanks again for listening to the River Audio Podcast. We hope that these weekly sermons are an encouragement to your life. Make sure to stay connected with us throughout the week online at theriverworshipcenter.org and on Facebook and Instagram at The River. 